everyone. Welcome back. It is another episode of the Hook Rocks, the ultimate rock community podcast. Thank you again for tuning in and thank you again for giving us a listen. We do appreciate it. Please write us a review at the end of the episode. Let us know what you think. We always appreciate your feedback. And of course, reviews are very important to podcasts. So if you haven't already, please do so. We do appreciate the feedback, like I said, and we do appreciate the time it takes to do it. We are part of the Pantheon Podcast Network, a great network of music-related podcasts. Man, it is so awesome to announce that Pantheon is the official podcast platform for Metallica. So you can catch Metallica's podcast on Pantheon and check out all the information, all the shows that they do, and plus all the other shows that we have too as well on that platform. There's something for everyone from a great Kiss podcast at Shout Out Loudcast to my friends Mac and Action Jackson on the Ugly American Werewolf in London podcast and so many others. So please check that out. Follow them on all social media platforms on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Pantheon Pods, as well as PantheonPodcast.com. And you can also follow us on those same three platforms at The Hook Rocks, as well as Threads. As I've mentioned before, I keep saying that one day I'll do it. I'll figure out threads, but right now, the fact that they don't have a desktop version where I can type and post like I do on Twitter, it's going to be a bit before I get the hang of it because I just don't like typing on a phone because I just always misspell things and it's just a train wreck. So, but please check us out on those platforms at the hook rocks and follow us, like us whatever you need to do on the podcast platforms that you do choose, whether it's Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, Odyssey, Pandora, Overcast, whoever it is, make sure you subscribe and follow and you get all the latest episodes right to your phone if you set your app to automatic download. So we've had some tremendous episodes, like I mentioned on some previous episodes, we celebrated our four-year anniversary show with Nita Strauss, the legendary guitar player from Alice Cooper. She absolutely shreds. We also welcome Dax Nielsen for our 500th episode. A great story that Dax has is how we ended up in Cheap Trick. And it's not what you think. There was no position given to him in the band on a silver platter. He had to actually work for it. And it talks about his own struggles of moving out to LA and splitting a burrito from making it two meals and sleeping on a floor. So I think you'll appreciate the steps he took and the hunger that he had in order to become the musician he is today and in the position as a, as a drummer of cheap trick. So please uh, check out those two episodes. We've had some fantastic shows lately. I always say that I always like our shows, obviously I'm the host, um, but please check out some of the things that we've done recently. We just had Aaron Coburn, and Leilani Kilgore on the show talking about the Fire and Frets tour that's going to be hitting cities across the country. Two great up-and-coming artists, two great phenomenal guitar players. Go check them out. You know, compared to the prices that Live Nation and Ticketmaster are charging for these big events, you can go see great rock and roll for a fraction of the cost. Walk away satisfied. They'll be at the merch table. You get to meet them sign the CD, buy a t-shirt, shake their hand, whatever whatever happens. Uh, you don't get that with the big bands, and there's that connection. And I promise you, once you start to follow some of these independent bands and these up-and-coming bands, you become so loyal 
to their cause and wanting them to succeed that you kind of tune out the legacy artists that you've been listening to for decades. I do. Um, I still listen to my Zeppelins and my Van Halens and my Rushes and all those other great artists, but I love hearing a new perspective and I love hearing the new music that's out there today. So check out the episode with Aaron Coburn and Leilani Kilgore. We also had Milyanko Matijevic from Steelheart. What a touching story in a discussion that I had with Mili on his recent near-fatal stroke that almost ended in tragedy and how he's been recovering and the perseverance and what he's doing now. He talks about some projects that he has. He just had an independent film released and had the had the premiere last week. So that was huge for him. He's also going to be performing more. He just did a show at the Rainbow with Slaughter and I think Robbie Krieger from The Doors jammed with him on stage. So very, very good interview. Really enjoyed it. Speaking of great interviews, what can I say about the Damon Johnson discussion that we just had? Damon put together or put together the reunion for Brother Kane. It's going to be touring here this fall. He talked about that. He talked about being Leonard Skinner and Finn Lizzie and just his path in his music journey that is so interesting and so great that I think you'll enjoy it. We also did our live album review that we do quarterly of the legendary Motorhead live album, No Sleep Till Hammersmith. Enjoy that with my partner that does these shows with me, Rob in the Hood. You can find him at The Recividus on Twitter. Nick Perry, the interview with him has gotten such great feedback. Such a great discussion. I always like when I can get deep with artists like Nick and Milyanko and and really and Damon too as well and really touch on that human emotion that oftentimes in interviews you don't really get. So I hope you enjoy these interviews that we've been doing. Some of the stuff that we've done previous this year, we've had Julia Lauren from the Foxies on a new music spotlight. We had Juliana Amaral from the band Bandique expecting Great things from Band Inc., so check them out. Uh, we had Rebecca Potzner, the great uh, legend PR publicist, uh, who's building something with Banded PR. It's a great website. They're doing a lot of great things, a lot of young people involved, and I like to see that really promoting young uh, young artists and young bands, which I love to see. So check out that discussion. Really enjoyed it. We had our top albums from April through June which is always a great episode with my friend Chris. We welcomed all things blues and Southern rock boys to the show, Brian and Jason. uh, Always a good time having them. Jason and I really, uh, really can take things up a notch when we talk. We've been told we need a chaperone whenever we do a show together. Skylab, our resident audio professor, talked about Expona, the Audio Expo North American convention that took place in chicago what's in what's ahead for audio lots of great stuff too christine eagle of course our music business insider talking chat gpt and artificial intelligence and the impact that it's going to have on the industry and of course some other great episodes too jacks hollow great up-and-coming artist george lynch kip winger jared james nichols scott gorham and don jameson on the same show man it's just been a whirlwind rick nielsen so check out all these great shows from this past year. I can't believe we got three and a half months left in 2023. And I will be traveling 
to Texas. By the time you're listening to this, I'll be there at the airport. Or I'll be I'll be wheels up on the way to Dallas to check out this great festival that my friend Fossil Man, his name is Rich, and he's been on the show before. Uh, he put together this young up and coming band festival that supports a great cause called Sweet Relief, which you should check out. Uh, sweetrelief.org is the website. But man, he's got Leilani Kilgore who just slays live. I saw her open up for Buddy Guy. She's just absolutely incredible. I saw her out in Nashville, Tennessee during the Rocket Pod weekend. Uh, some bands that I've never seen before, but I've had on the show Blackheart Saints. Great band out of Austin. Christian Shields, another great band out of Austin. Looking so forward to seeing these two bands. Christian Shields, one of my favorite albums of 2021. I believe it was 2021 or 2020. It's been a while. But, man, his last record just absolutely kills. Blackheart Saints, just another phenomenal band, too, as well. And one of our favorites, Abby Kay. Uh, with Diego on guitar. I mean, I can't wait to see him too as well, but Abby is gosh, been on the show five or six times and can't wait to see her. It's been a while since she's been on. I know she just released a single. So looking forward to that, but this show is going to be great. It's going to be hosted by another one of our friends, Ace Von Johnson, who is an A plus individual in this industry. Just an awesome dude, always accommodating. I can't say enough about Ace. It's been a while. Well, it's February. Him and Sam Bam Colton from Dorothy were on the show, but I always like having Ace on and can't wait to see him and connect with him while I'm down there and catch some great music. It's going to be a good time. But one of the things that really impresses me about this festival that my friend Rich put together is this is really a grassroots event. And I'm so thankful that he's doing it. And I know there's some things that are in discussion here in Chicago with myself and another friend of mine, Chris. You call him Chris McGee. You can follow him at USA at NA Chris, or as he likes to say, USANA Chris, which sounds like a yoga studio, but whatever. Um, this is really a grassroots campaign, like I was saying, where here's a fan of music, a fan of these up and coming bands who puts together this festival with four up and coming artists, invites Ace out, invites me out to do this and finds a cause like Sweet Relief to kind of all bind this show and bind these artists together. It's going to be in a silent auction too as well. I just love it. I love the fact that he did it and I'm so happy to be a part of it. I'm so happy to be invited to it. And hopefully we can get something off the ground here in Chicago and Milwaukee coming in the spring. And we're going to see what we can do. But that's going to be another grassroots effort here. And hopefully we can kind of network and connect these two with what we're doing, you know, with Rich out in Texas and here what we're doing in Chicago and hopefully Milwaukee. And maybe that creates some excitement and some other fans of new up and coming bands from around the country that want to call a club that they go to, to see bands, a small club, a small venue brings these new bands in once or twice a year, once or twice a once a month or whatever it is. But hopefully this creates a, a movement of fans 
getting tired of being overcharged by Live Nation and Ticketmaster. They're getting tired of the new music, the new rock music that's out there being so throttled and so just dismissed by the industry. And it's great music. And you guys know I promote this stuff and I'll go to bat for any of these bands. But I'm, I, I just hope that maybe this is the start of something and, and time will tell. And it's a tough road to hoe. Not going to be, you know, not going to lie to you. I'm going to be fair and honest that promoting new rock is a struggle, but it's a struggle that myself, people like Rich and people like Chris and a lot of the other people here that are part of the Groove Council and a lot of people that come to my social media pages and listen to my podcast, I think are ready for. So let's uh, let's see where this all goes, because I think it's exciting and I can't wait to see if this journey does have liftoff and we will keep you posted. One of the other grassroots thing we did was about a month and a half ago, as I mentioned, Chris McGee here in uh, Chicago at USA NA Chris put together this pop-up show with an up-and-coming band from Wisconsin that was on their way back from Indiana at a festival. He contacted this club, made the show at Sunday afternoon at like 2 in the afternoon. It was a pop-up show. And on the way back, to make it more efficient for the band, was able to book this show, have this band play. They only played for about an hour. And there was... A decent crowd for a Sunday afternoon with no marketing, very little notice, and it was great. And again, it's something to build on. It's something to say, hey, this is where it started. And and Chris had the wherewithal and the guts and the motivation to, instead of thinking about it, he actually did it. The band is Bourbon House, which we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be reviewing the show that I saw last Saturday with my friend Chris uh, at Q Bar in Darien, Illinois, which is about 30 minutes outside of Chicago. And this is a band that we've featured here on the podcast many times. We've had Lacey and Jason on the podcast three or four different times. They're great people. They're great musicians. They're a great band. As I've said before, they're a band that you can see their evolution from the beginning to now, from their music and their songwriting and the direction that they want to go. And just them figuring out the business side and figuring out what they need to do. You know, they had a lot of interchangeable parts and and other members with bass and drums, and they've kind of focused them, the band on the, those two, the duo of Lacey and Jason and kind of have now hired guns with the bassist and drummer. And maybe they work out long term, whoever they get in there, maybe they don't. But I'm glad that they're they're continuing to move forward because, as I said, their their music just keeps getting better with their last album, the fourth album, uniquely titled. Um, But they have another album on the way, which I'm excited. Hopefully that drops. I don't know if it's going to drop this year or early part of next year. They just got a management company, which is a big step for any up and coming band, which is great. And I'm excited for them. I really am. And I think some of the things they've told me about what their plans are in the future, and I'll let them announce that when it's the appropriate time, I'm excited for it. I think it's the right move for them to take that next step because I think there's a lot of talent 
there. Um, there's a lot of tenacity. There's a lot of hard work and willingness to do the grind. And as I mentioned before in this show, this is a band that you root for. This is an independent artist that you want to see succeed because they they love doing what they do. And I'm sure at times it's frustrating. I'm sure at times they don't know where this is all going, but they continue on because they have the passion and the love for what they do. So we had this great pop-up show at Brower House in Lombard, Illinois, which is another suburb of Chicago, which is a great club right off the highway. And they played at Q Bar last Saturday. They did a great set list. And let's get into it. First of all, as I say, they keep getting better with every show that I see them play. Just the musicianship, the tightness, the synergy with each other, it really is top-notch. And again, always enjoy seeing them. They started off with their song, Music In Your Bones, which is a great way to kick off a show, into Bad For Me, which is I absolutely love, and Too High To Care, which is one of their first songs that they had and one of the first songs that I got exposed to. They did play Slow Burn, which they do know is my favorite song by them, and I've never seen it live, and I had the opportunity to see them in the winter. I think it was January at some point where they were playing with Jared James Nichols up in Milwaukee, which is only about an hour, hour and 10 minutes from me. And of course it's a snowstorm and I'm driving up there realizing that I'm, I'm getting too old for this shit, but whatever. So it took us like three hours to get up to Milwaukee because of the snow missed bourbon house. I got there like last song as they were finishing up. They played Slow Burn because they knew I was coming and they know how much I like the song. And I was so pissed that I missed it. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. So I saw them at the pop-up show a couple weeks ago or six weeks ago, and then here at Q-Bar, and they played it. And it sounds amazing live. It sounds so good. One of their best songs off their third album, 
and you should check it out. If you have Spotify or any streaming service, check out the song Slow Burn. Just a wonderful tune. After that, they went into 6,000 Miles, which is another great song. Villain, which another one just kills live. Love is a Killer really goes over well. And they did a cover. I don't think I've ever seen them do a cover. They may have done some cover Joliet in some small bar two, three years ago, I want to say. And I think it was their first performance in the Chicagoland area. They had just booked this show. I drove out there. It was a class reunion for some high school. I don't know if it was Joliet Catholic or one of the high schools in the Joliet area. If you're not familiar with Joliet, Joliet, Joliet Catholic is a big time high school football program. It's produced a lot of, uh, NFL players. One of them being Mike Allstott, who used to play for the Buccaneers and played for Purdue. Uh, they're also known for prisons. They've got like three prisons, two prisons and a, in a jail. And it's where, if you've ever seen Blues Brothers, when Jake Blues, Juliet Jake walks out of prison in the beginning scene, that is the prison that's in Juliet. That's the old prison that I think is used now as like a museum. And there's like a haunted house there during Halloween. There's still two other prisons. That's the old one. But a lot of bands who come in and play the Forge, which is the venue in Juliet, take the opportunity to get a photo op with them in front of that wall where Julia Jake walks out of the original Julia prison. So Statesville prison is probably the most known prison that's there. And it's also known for like steel mills. So there's a reason why we call it Joylet here in Chicago, but it was good to see that first show, but I think they did do some covers at that performance. I'm trying to remember what exactly they did, but it was cool to see rock and roll. Let's up. And of course, my favorite band, and I'm very touchy on anyone that covers Led Zeppelin, just because I think most artists can't and most artists shouldn't, but they killed it, and Lacey definitely has the range to sing that song, and she did a wonderful job, and Jason did a wonderful job on guitar, and their bassist and drummer really held it down, too, as well, and it was cool to see them do a cover, because... I don't remember them. I don't remember the covers they did at that Joliet show, but it was kind of cool for them to have this classic Zeppelin song, rock and roll in uh, that high road gypsy came next. I love, love this tune. It's got such a great vibe to it. It's like Linda Ronstadt meets the black crows. And Linda Ronstadt was really big in the seventies. The Eagles back were her backup band. The people, you know, the guys that eventually formed the Eagles were her backup band. And it's just got that flow and it's got that attitude of the of the Black Crows, right? It's kind of a cool mix that I really enjoy. Alpha Blood is just a great tune as well. Just a cool rocker. Dead in the Water, fantastic song. Resonate, another single that they released that I'm a big fan of. Great guitar solo by Jason into 20 to life and then devil on my heels. Another ripper that they got. And that album, that song just absolutely slays too, as well. So another great performance again, got to chat with both of them after the show. Uh, I'm very happy. They found a management company. I'm very happy that things seem to be moving along, getting better gigs, getting paid better for their gigs, which is the name of the game with a lot of these up and coming artists. They've got some new designs on their t-shirt. They had a really cool design that I got to order 
online that I really, really like. Lacey was saying how she designed both the shirts. She did a wonderful job. Looking forward to the new album and looking forward to more performances in Chicago. So, yeah, they're going to be playing, I think, at Reggie's, which is downtown, which I think is their first gig in the city. And Reggie's is a cool place. I've seen Tyler Bryant there. I've seen Winery Dogs. I've seen Richie Kotzen Solo. I've seen plenty of shows at Reggie's, and it's a great place. It's a cool. It's really cool in the summer. In the wintertime, you know, with the with the Chicago cold, it can be ugh, be rough. But yeah, I'm really excited for them. There'll be more details about that show here. I'm sure on their social media coming soon. But from what I know and who's involved with the show. That's going to be a killer, killer lineup and a killer show. So I can't wait. And that does it for the review of Bourbon House at Q Bar on Saturday, September 9th. I hope you enjoyed it. Again, check out Bourbon House. All their links will be in the show notes. And follow them, subscribe to them, whatever. Check out their music. If you like blues-based rock, you like good singer songwriting. Uh, they're a great band to watch grow, watch evolve, and enjoy their music. And as I said, from the point where I got involved, I shouldn't say involved, but from the point where I first saw them, which was up in Wisconsin, gosh, I forget when that was. It was so long because of the pandemic. It just screws up my memory a little bit i think it screws up everybody's memory but from that moment i saw them in wisconsin to now it's like two different bands and they keep getting better their performances keep getting better lacy to me is one of the best singers in new rock and the up-and-coming bands and artists that are out there and jason is a sneaky good guitar player like he lays down some riffs where you're just like, man, that is killer. His leads are strong. His leads are, are really cool and unique. He really tries to, the band tries or Lacey and Jason really try to really make every song unique. And that's a credit to them. They don't want to sound like everybody else. Of course, they're going to be their influences that you can pinpoint and get a feel for what they're about. But man, they're good. And I hope the best for them. I can't wait to see what's in store here in the future. But I hope you enjoyed this review. Hope you enjoyed another episode. I will tell you that, man, I've been busy. After taking the summer off here, I have been booking shows left and right. And the next six weeks for this podcast are going to be some top-notch shows with some interesting guests, some, a lot of first-time guests that we're going to be having on. So I am extremely excited to see what's going on and how these shows kind of lay out and play out, but I think you'll enjoy it. Thanks again for tuning in. Stay safe. Take care of each other. And we will talk again soon. Thank you. Baby, let's go. You and me, let's go. We're gonna hit that
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 